Welcome to the Health Unfiltered Podcast. I'm Dr. Rogelio Ralzola, a PhD in health, exercise, and sports science, a strength coach with over a decade of experience in personal, collegiate, and professional settings, and a sports scientist whose main goal is to use testing and data to maximize your health and performance. And I'm Brooke West, holistic registered dietitian, practicing the perfect combination of a functional nutrition, science-based root cause approach, and hippie magic, with areas of expertise in women's health and hormones, gut health, and micronutrient balance. We believe that health is multifaceted, but not as complicated as others make it seem. Our mission is to share what works and what's BS in the health industry, all while having a good time doing it. Expect us to share everything from new research to tried and true health philosophies to alternative health therapies and the occasional controversial topic. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to Snack Time Episode 4. It's me, Brooke, and I am here with your bite-sized episode of the week. And today we're going to talk about lifestyle practices to boost your gut health. When we talk about gut health, we tend to only think about probiotics. That's usually like the buzzword we associate with gut health. But the truth is there is a whole lot more to this picture. And today I'm not even going to talk about food. I'm going to talk about lifestyle support that's going to support your gut microbiome. So first, I, I want to highlight here a bit signs and symptoms that your gut health needs some work because there can be really obvious signs, like something is wrong with our bowel movements. And then there are some that are not so obvious. So we've got things like nausea, vomiting, heartburn, reflux, which by the way, fun fact, is from low stomach acid. So there's a lot we can do there and some of these lifestyle practices, especially the last two, would be something I would pay attention to if you've ever had those feelings. Having really like feeling super full, super stuffed and bloating, like food is just sitting there and not digesting. That can be a symptom. Any type of intestinal cramping, abdominal pain, gas, constipation, diarrhea, bloody stools would be a big one. Another one is fatty stools, which I see a lot on stool testing. It's hard to necessarily know that in your day-to-day life. But if you're not having one to three well-formed bowel movements a day, you've got some gut health issues. Like that's our, that's our easiest litmus test. It should be smooth, easily passable, shaped like a sausage. You're good to go. One to three times per day. If that is not happening, listen up to the rest of this episode because you need some help. There's some other signs and symptoms that are not as common when we think about gut health, but I want to draw your attention to these because I would say these are usually, I know for me, my biggest cues that something is off and and needs my attention. So acne or any type of skin issue, very much connected to our gut microbiome. Think about it. Just our gut lining and our GI tract and extension from our mouth to our skin. It's the same barrier really fatigue, brain fog, trouble concentrating, cravings, nutrient deficiencies, mood imbalances, and hormone imbalances can all be from a root cause of the gut being way off. So I work with a ton of people on hormone stuff. The gut is always where I start as well as minerals because those are root cause for a lot of hormonal imbalance along with the things we can do reorganizing your life to take a holistic approach. 
So that's some signs and symptoms for you. Just a little refresher. And now I want to go through five main strategies that can start to naturally improve your gut health, just with your lifestyle, the way you live your life. We're not even getting into food today. We don't have time for that in this snack time. Uh, So the first one is stress management. I will die on this hill that if you are not paying attention and regulating your nervous system, good luck ever actually reaching and maintaining optimal health. It's not going to happen. Chronic stress promotes the growth of pathogenic microbes in your gut. And there's only room for so many in there. Okay. So it's at the expense of anti-inflammatory microbes that we actually want in abundance. So over time, this creates an imbalance. We call it dysbiosis, which is like a fun sciencey word. And it damages the gut lining and it can lead to all types of health issues. So this is why number one thing everyone needs to do is work on stress management, regulating the nervous system. We really want to build resiliency. It's normal for the nervous system to respond in certain situations, and we want it to. There's benefit to that. However, we don't want to stay in a really activated state. We want to have a lot of resiliency where we can bounce back really quickly into a calm rest and digest state. So you have so many different modalities you can work with here from spending time in nature, breath work, yoga, mental health, hot girl walks, meditation, like whatever it is that floats your boat, find something and be consistent with it. The second strategy when it comes to lifestyle is sleep. This is an interesting one where we don't necessarily know what comes first, the chicken or the egg. We just know it's a two-way street, meaning if you have inadequate sleep, you're not sleeping seven to nine hours a night, or you have a really crappy quality sleep, that's going to disrupt the gut microbiome. And if you've got your gut microbiome in some wacky shape, it's also going to negatively impact your sleep. So that's why it's like, this is something that needs to come hand in hand with a lot of other things. You have to be on top of your gut health game and you need to be sleeping seven to nine hours of night or they'll impact each other. Always a big one. Sleep is like the OG healing modality that I think everyone wants to biohack with like a freaking cold shower, infrared sauna combo. Just sleep. If you just sleep, that is this magical time where your body detoxes and rests and flushes out everything it doesn't need and repairs and rebuilds tissue. It's a beautiful thing. The third thing I would do lifestyle-wise every single day is move your body. Exercise obviously has a ton of benefits. I'm sure you've been around hearing Roe talk to all of those, those different exercise benefits, which are fun. But when it comes down to it, exercise is health promoting, period. And it also includes the ability to enhance your gut health. So engaging in some type of daily movement is beneficial for the gut microbes living inside of you. And when we move daily, it helps to keep our bowels moving smoothly. So if you're someone that struggles with constipation, maybe in certain situations, you know, like I, a lot of clients will say, oh, I'm traveling. I get constipated. Usually it's hydrated hydration. We're not moving as, as much. We need some electrolytes. So daily movement 
whether that's a structured sports session, it's walking, it's running, it's weightlifting, it's a group fitness class, go for it. Just do something every day. Your gut loves a variety of movements, just like it likes a variety of foods. So get that daily movement in. I do recommend having a rest day, but you can still go for a walk or do a little mobility practice on a rest day. We don't need to be a total couch potato. So every day we're moving and using our body in some way. This fourth one is important and super simple. Slow down your eating. When you engage in mindful eating practices, which is just this act of being mindful of what you're doing and enjoying your food and chewing it completely, not being distracted by a computer or a phone, this can make a world of a difference. Usually it helps a lot with bloating because really chewing your food, I mean like 20 plus times a bite, is this first step in the digestion process, allowing for digestive enzymes in your saliva to begin to break down your food. And mindful eating also allows your nervous system to really enter that rest and digest state I was talking about so you can better digest and absorb nutrients from your meals. If you're someone who's always really stressed, you're in a hurry, you're rushing, you're not going to be in a state where you can even get the most out of your food and absorb nutrients. So this is simple slowing down at your mealtimes, but it can make the world of a difference, especially with any feelings of bloating after meals. The last lifestyle tip I want to give for gut health today is to give your gut a break. It's good for us to have a little bit of time-restrictive eating to improve the health of our gut microbiome. You know, we don't want to be really extreme, especially for women who are of a menstruating age. Intermittent fasting isn't always a great choice because of our hormones. Also not a great choice for athletes and active adults. But if you can give your gut a break of 12 hours at least while you sleep, that can be really supportive. That also supports our natural wake and sleep cycles, so our circadian rhythm, and we know that that's going to benefit our gut. So those are my big lifestyle tips that I would do to maintain really good quality gut health. So stress management, quality sleep, daily movement, slow down at mealtimes, and give your gut a break. Those are all things you can incorporate into your life to improve gut health. So on that note, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you're actually enjoying some great nutritious snacks, team snacks, and I will see you guys or talk to you guys, I guess, so soon. Cue that music. Thank you for listening to the Health Unfiltered podcast. Make sure to follow us on your favorite podcast platform, rate the podcast, and share this episode. Connect with me, Dr. Alzola, on Instagram at ROI Health. For more details on all things sports and human performance coaching, visit GetROIHealth.com. You can find me, Brooke West, on Instagram at WestNutrition.co. For all the ways we can work together on nutrition and holistic health, visit westnutrition.co. And don't forget to send us your epic questions of the week on Instagram at healthunfilteredpod. Catch you next time.